All right, Celtics Talk podcast, new episode here. Uh, we got the NFL draft coming up in a week. So we're mainly going to talk about that. Patriots, Jets, Giants, uh, just like we normally do. Uh, uh, let's go Matt first. Let's hear what you think the Patriots are going to do. Um, well, I hope they try to trade for a quarterback. I think they're going to – am I on? Am I still on? Okay. Um, I, I think – I don't think they're going to be able to get a, a quarterback, but I hope if they can't get anyone – for a quarterback in the draft that they go for a receiver, uh, either Waddle or Devontae Smith, because obviously they're good at tight end, but they're they're still lacking at receiver because um, Aguilar and, and Harry and Myers, uh, that's not quite good enough. So with Edelman gone, I think they'll, they'll probably go for um, a star receiver if they can get one. That would be absolutely insane if we got one of those guys, yeah i mean i'm gonna be honest like i really want them to i really want them to trade up and try to draft a quarterback but they're gonna i think what they're gonna do is i mean i have of course have no idea but if i had to guess what they're gonna do is they're gonna wait and see how the first five picks shake out and let's say the first five picks trey lance and justin fields are still there assuming it goes lawrence Wilson, Mac Jones, if, if Justin Fields and Trey Lance are still there, I think they see, wait and see how those picks shake out and then maybe trade up to the seven, eight range to get one of them. But that's just me. Yeah, no, I definitely see that happening. I feel like this is like one of the most like uncertain NFL drafts that the Patriots have had. Most of, most of that being because they don't matter because we usually have like a last pick in the first round. So I feel like there's like a lot of pressure on like Belichick or just like the organization in general to make a move. So, I mean, to trade up the seventh or eighth pick, I could definitely see that happening. I, I don't know like about these reports saying that Mac Jones might go like top three instead of Justin Fields. Like there's, there's mock drafts I have him going three, but also 15, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. It's it. I mean, outside of the top three or four picks, I think there's a, I don't know. They think Atlanta could either go Kyle Pitts or Trey Lance or whatever quarterback they want to take. But I honestly, I think they're going to take Kyle Pitts. I think they're going to stay there. And just because Matt Ryan has, you know, three or four good years left. And they just signed that offensive coordinator from Tennessee to be their head coach. So I've, I've heard just from like, I don't know, just going on Twitter and bullshit like that, that he wants to stick with Ryan but at the same time, I could see them go in any direction. I could see them trading. But as a, if the Patriots don't take a quarterback, I could honestly, like, you know, it's the Patriots. They could stay at 15. They could trade down. Like, you never know. But if they stay at 15, I think pretty much with the additions they made this offseason, pretty much any position is on the table. People are going to hate it. But I think if they don't trade up for a quarterback, I could very easily see them taking an offensive lineman and people are going to hate that, but there's three or four pretty damn good offensive linemen that they could take in the first round, and it uh, I wouldn't even be mad because they have Wynn, who is uncertain a year or two from now. They have Trent Brown on a one-year deal. If they want to take a tackle, I, wouldn't even, I would understand it, but people are going to hate it because obviously that's not a sexy pick 
a lot of people like the bright lights and want to take, you yeah. know, if Devontae Smith or Waddle is there, obviously you want to take him, but a lot of people want the receiver or the running back. And we know Belichick hasn't been that good in recent years, like over the last decade, taking skill positions. So they're one thing, one of the things, one of the things they're good at is taking offensive linemen. So I wouldn't even hate it. Ashton, go ahead. I agree. No, you're right. Yeah, but they don't need, they don't need O-line really. They don't write, they don't write the second, but they never draft, like, if they draft a rookie pretty much at any position, he's probably not going to play much this year. It's thinking yeah. a year or two ahead and thinking, oh, maybe Isaiah Wynn's not here in a year or two. Maybe Trent Brown's not here. We need a starting tackle in place to just take over in a year or two when he's ready to start. That's how I think, it's a, how it I think it's a little unfair to say that because they haven't done a good job with receivers in the past. Like there's a difference between drafting Harry and, taking Smith or Waddle if one of them's available. Oh, absolutely. I'm not denying that. I'm If they're there, I think no-brainer, especially because obviously they signed those two tight ends in free agency, Aguilar, Bourne, at wide receiver, but you still take, you know, Devontae Smith isn't going to be there. I, I Literally every mock draft I've seen, he's going to the Giants at 11, and Marshall can sound off on that um, when he starts to talk about the Giants, but if Jalen Waddle is there, I don't see how you don't take him. But, you know, it is what it is. The draft is always a volatile process, so you never know what's going to happen. All right, let's hear from Tarazi or Marshall about the Jets. I know the Jets at two are probably going to take Zach Wilson, but I want to hear, you know, what other holes they have on their team and what they need to fill, which is probably just about every position on the roster. But, Tarazi, you want to go ahead and talk about the Jets? Yeah, sure. So, um. You all know um, Darnold was traded. Um, I thought um, our GM did a pretty good job getting three picks for him. Um, I know that wasn't a first, but a second was pretty good, I thought, especially because the Panthers are probably going to have to pay him now. Um, so obviously with the second pick, I think the consensus is probably Zach Wilson from BYU. Um, I'm happy with it. Uh, hopefully he can do something. Um, obviously we need help. I thought we had an okay free agency. Um, I would have liked to get some linemen, but just didn't. <clears throat> just didn't happen, but um, yeah, definitely um, Wilson at two. At tw we have 23 from the Jamal Adams trade um, in the first this year, so I could see them really need cornerbacks and linemen, obviously. Those are probably two biggest holes right now in the roster, so I got like Greg Newsom from Northwestern um, or a lineman. I think there's a guy named Jenkins from Oklahoma State, um, but definitely want to see a uh, cornerback or lineman over a running back, I've seen some mocks with like Travis uh, ETN and um, some other running backs. Not a huge fan of drafting running backs in the first round, um, but we'll see. I thought I thought um, our GM had a pretty decent off season, but still a lot left to be desired. Maybe we'll sign Sherman to a veteran deal. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty much cemented. We'll take Wilson at two. Um, still hurts. We didn't get Lawrence, but. Uh, what can you really do? But yeah, um, definitely think Wilson and then cornerback or lineman really. Yeah, I like that. Honestly, obviously we know Zach Wilson's going to go two unless, you know, everyone's lying or it's a smoke screen, but they're going to go quarterback at two, probably Wilson. And then I like what you said there about 23, probably going cornerback. I've seen a couple mock drafts saying Newsom. If Caleb Farley is still there somehow, the kid out of Virginia Tech um, or O-lineman, I think that would be good for the Jets. 
Ashton, you were going to say something? Uh, I was just going to say, is, uh, is Marshall here? Yeah, Marshall's here. Uh, all right, Marshall. Yeah, about the yeah so um, I think the Giants draft this year is going to be kind of interesting because, I don't know, it's like a unique year. I don't think we really need anyone specifically. I think our approach to this draft is going to be take the best player on the board, kind of similar to what you guys were talking about with the Patriots, like take the best player on the board, whether that be a receiver, whether that be a lineman, whether that be a tight end. Um, I, as Josh was saying earlier, I think if Jalen Waddle is on the board at 11 or Devontae Smith or somehow Kyle Pitts, or I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, I think you take him, you stag him and you plug him into the offense that has really been the weakness of his team for, for years, um, a couple of people, analysts, experts were saying that we should go with the cornerback at 11. I disagree with that completely. That dude, J.C. Horn, I think from uh, South Carolina. Yeah, um, South Carolina. He's a stud. Yeah, he's he's a good player and he's athletic. But I just I don't know. We have Dory Jackson and and uh, James Bradbury, and I think the strength is in our secondary right now. So if if we happen to get an offensive playmaker like Waddle or Devontae Smith or Pitts, I think I think that'd be an excellent pick. That's that's my approach to it. Yeah, I mean I think I think the draft yeah Matt, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say that I agree with the uh I've I've seen a lot of good thing about Pitts and uh a lot of people are saying that he's looks like the most talented tight end to come out of the draft since uh since Gronk. So that that would be a pretty exciting pick them well the thing about him is outside of quarterback a lot of draft experts think that he's the best player in the draft period and yeah I've seen him go in four there's no way he gets outside of the top 10 I mean there's just no chance unless a bunch of teams any team, that, any team that doesn't need a quarterback is going to take him yeah it's either yeah. you know it's either Kyle Pitts Jamar Chase is probably going to be the first wide receiver that goes off the board. I mean, Pitts is just a receiver, basically. So yeah, exactly. A and, big fucking receiver, Jimmy Graham. Exactly, and a popular pick is Chase going back to. I mean, either going to the Bengals to go back with Burrow or to the Dolphins at six. But I think the Bengals probably taking an offensive tackle, probably Sewell. But, I mean, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting draft outside of the top three for sure. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, the Patriots at 15, like we just said, could go. If they're not trading up for a quarterback, they could pretty much go any position. It could be offensive line. It could be. I wouldn't say linebacker because I think they've added enough depth in the offseason to pretty much rule that out unless Parsons somehow gets down to 15. But other than that, I could see them taking a corner just because J.C. Jackson's pretty uncertain after this year, and Gilmore obviously is an uncertainty. So I could see them going cornerback, either J.C. Horn, Farley. Sertan's not going to be there. Um, even Newsom. I don't know. You never know who the Patriots like for players, so it just depends. Anybody else got any other thoughts on the draft? General, uh, I don't know. I feel like those are like the three teams that matter to us the most. I think the Giants have like a definitely like a pretty 
a season with like pretty high expectations, considering the fact that they have Saquon back and they picked up Galladay, which is definitely like a huge talent for them. And their defense was arguably top five, like if not definitely top ten in the league last year. So I feel like a lot of weight of the rest on like Daniel Jones' salt shoulder shoulders because like I feel like that's like the only person that could fuck that up because they're like kind of a weak division. Dak's coming off a huge injury. The quarterback situation in Washington is just like absolutely dire and Philly's just like a shit show. So I feel like it's like theirs to lose. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think this year now than ever is there should be absolutely no excuses for Daniel Jones this year. Like I'm a big supporter of the guy. I think he's athletic. I think he has what it takes. But if he if he underperforms this year, I think we have a serious problem at that position because he has he has no excuses really. I mean, our offensive line really isn't still that good, but we have Saquon coming back. We got Kenny Galladay, and if we sign him, the guy in the draft, we have that opens up spots for Slayton and Shepard, who are I think great wide receiver two and three. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um. Andrew, you got any thoughts? I know you're driving, but uh, you got any thoughts on the Patriots? Yeah, sure. So, like Ashton was saying, I was looking at mock drafts yesterday, and almost every single mock draft had either Mac Jones going at three to San Francisco or uh, 15 to the Patriots, which, I mean, just putting into perspective is a really crazy gap. I mean, it just shows how weird it is that San Francisco is so high on them, especially after how awful – um, a draft workout he had. I mean, obviously there was the viral video of Belichick just shaking his head as Mac Jones just continually overthrew receivers. Like, with, with obviously, I mean, you can't be overthrowing receivers at a pro day. But um, either that, I would not be the least bit surprised, however. I'm seeing in other drafts where Mac Jones doesn't um, doesn't slip to um, uh, to the Patriots. I see them kind of just taking a position player, uh, like taking just a, on another position, or just the best player on the board, really. Um, with number 15, a lot of mock drafts I've seen that go beyond the first round have them taking, like, uh, Kellen Mond or Kyle Trask late, which, I mean, take that as you will. But, I mean, even those – I mean, it, it doesn't take much to see that. Yeah, it, the fact that Cam Newton was the best option available for them in the – like, leading up to the draft still says that Cam Newton is not a long-term solution. That's why they keep – that's why they signed him to another one-year deal. And, I mean, even though Trask, like, Trask was kind of fluky, as you saw how Florida looks down the stretch, and I don't really trust Kellen Mond. Obviously, I think a lot of Texas A&M success this year can be drawn up to other things other than his play. But, I mean, just another guy other than Jared Stidham, who the Patriots have absolutely no confidence in, would be, would be fine with me, obviously. Yeah, so if we're talking about quarterbacks, like, if San Francisco takes Jones, I think that would be fine just because I think if we want to trade up, honestly, Trey Lance or Justin Fields would be phenomenal. I just, I'm just not sold that's going to happen. I'm not sold they're going to trade up. If they stay at 15 and Mac Jones falls, I honestly think you take him without even hesitating. And I've been kind of going back and forth on that for the last couple of months. Like, is he really going to be good in the NFL? This and that. And I think that they need to draft a quarterback just because they have Cam on a one-year deal. Regardless, I think you take Jones. Worst case, if you get a quarterback in the first round, you take Jones and see where it goes. Well, I mean, definitely. Like, I, I, I absolutely agree. And I would totally say that um, – that, uh, 
Like it's it, whether or not San Francisco takes Mac Jones at three really will be the determinant there because I mean when they take Mac Jones at three, like I no mock drafts have him really going in the top ten. I think I maybe saw one that saw him going to like I think Denver maybe, but that was it. If and like obviously if if all the reports about how in love with Mac Jones Kyle Shanahan is are are wrong and they end up taking like Justin Fields then that really opens up the door. I mean, I, the only other way I could see – if Mac Jones goes to San Francisco, the only way I could see the Patriots getting a quarterback would be trading up with, like, Dallas, which I've seen, and getting Trey Lance or maybe Denver. But, I mean, that just I, – I don't see that happening. Trading up like that, even in this day and age with the way the Patriots looked last year, is just not a very Belichick thing to do. I think if they trade up, it's probably – yeah, it could be Detroit – it could be Carolina or Denver, maybe Dallas. It would be in that range, seven to ten. If they love a quarterback and they want to get him, like if, if if they like a quarterback that much and he's their guy, like absolutely trade up and get him. Like especially if Fields or Lance slips a little bit, right? If one of those guys slides, I if I mean if I were the GM, I would move down and get him just because I think both of those guys are great talents and especially. Like, if you look at it, Cam is probably going to start this year regardless. So, for two years, Cam Newton's your starting quarterback. Trey Lance and Justin Fields are basically what Cam Newton was coming out of the draft, like, more or less, those, that kind of talent. So, I think it makes a lot of sense. All right. I mean, if that's if that's all we got for the draft, if you guys want to move on to Mount Rushmore, I'm down to do that. Word. Yeah, what did we say we are going with again? So – so we're going to do all-time best players. So that can be Major League Baseball. That can be that can be MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL. And I think what we agreed on for the criteria is he's got to be a top 10 player in his sport in the last 30 years. So we're probably going to try to be kind of strict. Like if you say a player – that's, you know, borderline. We might have to take it out, but we'll see how it goes. So I got the order up. It's going to be Ashton, Zach, myself, Matt, Andrew, and then Marshall. So it might be with six guys going, it might be kind of tough. So we can be a little bit more lenient maybe. I didn't realize it was going to be six people. So, so like we'll when, we talk about, when we talk about the parameters of like what yeah. we're trying to decide here, so we're talking about like because obviously we've talked about how Wayne Gretzky if he played in like in the uh, if he played in the NHL today he'd pick a third line and we're talking about like how dominant was a player like in his era compared to everyone else who's playing him. Not like, I'm gonna, not I'm gonna be pick. honest. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. If you said Wayne Gretzky, I'd allow it just because he's he's unanimously a top five player in NHL history. So and that's recent enough. So I would allow it. That's why I think LeBron and, and Jordan are, like, very, like, you could pick both, you know, because they didn't play No, those together. are I, – I would assume those would be top five picks, those two guys. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, okay. all right. I'm right. ready to get it. So is, that one second, is this most dominant athlete in their sport over the last 30 years? Is what it is? Yes, yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And we're, we're only doing um, – we're only doing U.S. sports, right? Yeah. I mean, you can do, if you wanted to, I know Tarazi's a big soccer guy. So if you wanted to do soccer, you could do that. We're going to whip out the Ronaldo. Right, I'm going to go with LeBron James. Okay. 
Tarazi, you're up. Um, I'm going to do Lionel Messi. I knew Messi. you were going to do that. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Michael Jordan. Um, Matty Ice, you're up. Tiger. All right. Andrew. Uh, I'm going to go with Barry Bonds. Marshall, um, you have two picks. I don't know. Marshall, Marshall. What? No, no, nothing. Keep going. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to go with Muhammad Ali and Lawrence Taylor. Damn. All right. I like that. Andrew. Oh, geez. Um, uh, go Michael Phelps. Damn. All right. I like that. Matty Ice. Um, I'll go with Brady. Fuck. I was going to do that. Um, I'm going to go Mike Trout. That's a good pack. Yeah, that's good. Tarazi. I'm going to go Federer. Interesting. (laughs) Now, when I, like, I just said the four major sports, but like we're doing Muhammad Ali, like you can do whatever you want. They're a dominant athlete. They're a dominant athlete. All right, Ashton, you gotcha. got two picks. You got two picks. Did anyone say? Did anyone say Gretzky? Nope. I don't think so. I'll take him, and I'll take Will. Will Chamberlain. Dang. Interesting. All right, we got Tarazi up again. I'm gonna go Floyd Mayweather. Hmm. Four Mayweathers. <laughs> um, all right. I got one. Shit. Um, I'm gonna go. Wait, why, why is this a picture for Lauren? The movie's not even about him. I'm gonna go Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Interesting. Interesting. Matt, I was kind of stuck. I didn't know what to do. How far back are we going for major sports? Is it allowed? I mean, if you're stuck, you can do whatever you want. Um, yeah, I'll let me see. I'll go with um, so no, basketball, there's no one really. Can you do Usain Bolt? Yep. All right. Okay, cool. I'll do that. That's actually a really good pick. I like that. Andrew, you're up. Jerry Rice. I almost did Jerry Rice. I almost did him. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, Not Jerry Rice, but yeah. All right, Marshall, you got two picks. Did someone say uh, Babe Ruth? Nope. All right, I'll give – I'll say Babe Ruth and um, fucking – say Shaq. Shaq. All right, Andrew – you're up. I was gonna go. I was gonna. I was thinking of Nathan Peterman, but uh, <laughs> instead, instead, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Cristiano Ronaldo. I'll sing Tarazi's song for him. All right, Matt, you're up. So, I'll hold off on Serena Williams. Um, Damn it! What the fuck, Matt? It was my pick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh, I'm, I'm just trying to think right now. Um, does someone like Bo Jackson count, or does it have to be specific? No, Bo Jackson. No, I think Bo Jackson, I think Bo Jackson would be all right. Actually, I'm going to do Deion Sanders. Okay, that's, that's actually a, it's a sexy pick. I like that. All right. Um, Charles is going to go with baby roofs. Yeah. Um, damn, I'm stuck between a couple players. Um, I think I'm going to go Barry Sanders. That's a good pick. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Tarazi. Pele. Who? Pele. Pele. Okay. He's a, like the Babe Ruth. Greatest of all time in soccer. Yeah. yeah, I know who it is. I just need you to pronounce the name. All right, Ashton, to finish us off. I'll go with Nadal. Ooh. All right, I'm going to send these into the chat. Go with Rock. I was waiting for Raj to whip out like a pro fisherman or something like that. And then just like the name, whoever you want to vote for. You had me until fucking Mayweather Raza. Matt's list is fucking dope. Yeah, I like Matt's. I'm going to go with Matt. Definitely, Matt. All right. It looks like Matt won. Um, unless all the, I think all the votes are in pretty much. All right. Matty Ice, Mount Rushmore champion. I think that's the first time he's won a Mount Rushmore. So congratulations, Matthew. Yeah. All right, boys. Yeah. Hey. All right, boys. All right, boys. All right, boys. Yeah. Let's, let's have a good week here before the draft. We'll see what happens, but it's always a good time, boys. I'll see you around. Hey guys, we'll be back.